Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator, her perfume was made right on the grill. Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil. And when their ham and eggs need savor, coffee ketchup gives them flavor. Coffee pickles way outsell the dill. Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil. No tea, no tomato juice. You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. This is Jory on the Coffee Psychic. Uh, tonight's show, uh, hopefully it's going to be a fun show for you guys. It's Ghosts and You. Um, anyway, you guys know that I am a professional psychic. I've been doing this work for over 30 years. And um, I guess, you know, you might want to say I didn't come into it lightly. <laughs> um, as you know, I've told you guys I've had a head injury and uh, I had a lot of paranormal experiences happening after that. But we also had things that were happening in our house, not just things internally. I grew up in a haunted house, and uh, we'd see the spirits, the the things that you see on TV as far as the windows breathing in and out, stuff like that. My sister and I had an experience with that, which really just personally threw both of us for a loop. It was like, oh, my God, that window is breathing in and out. 
And that was after we had seen this ghostly shadow flying back and forth uh, outside of her bedroom window. And we also had, um, the way somebody had phrased it so nicely, a resident ghost. We finally got so, uh, I guess, you know, comfortable with this, these ghostly experiences in the house that we just named this one ghost Sparky. So, um, and it's interesting because I'm used to this, I've been used to this kind of paranormal activity since I was a child. And um, so I do, you know, exorcisms, I do house blessings, house clearings. And for me, um, being a transmedium, uh, being a psychic, I'm used to seeing the dead people. I'm used to seeing dead people out of the corner of my eye. I'm used to seeing dead people I do readings up on my stairway uh, in the reflection of a mirror. When I'm doing readings for people, I can many times see dead people up there. So what about you? Are you guys used to having ghostly experiences? Are you um, are you excited about it? Is it something you want to expand on? Is it something that kind of scares you? Um, have you had a lot of experiences in this field? So that's what tonight is about. There's a lot of famous hauntings out there. There was one actually, gosh, I'm in Indiana now. I was born and raised in Chicago. So I'm in Indiana. And then Gary, Indiana, this was quite some time back. Very cool experience. For a lot of us paranormal investigators, there was a house that was in Gary, Gary, Indiana. And I recall it really became big news, especially among the uh, paranormalists, where um, I believe it was the grandmother who was taking care of the grandchildren and something had happened. I honestly, I should have had all the facts here, but I can't remember if it was at the hospital, but there was a little boy in the room, and I know that there was either a social worker or a police officer that was there. And this child who had been possessed literally, like, walked up the wall onto the ceiling and, and then came down on the other side of this person. Uh, so that was one of the really weird things that had happened. And I also found out that somebody that was doing a paranormal show had literally purchased that house and it was so haunted with such really bad, bad, bad negative energy that they finally had the house raised. Now that to me, that's a haunted location. So if you guys have had any of those experiences outside of wanting to ask a psychic question to me tonight, please, please share your stories. A lot of people love hearing this. By you guys sharing your experiences, it kind of helps the other guy feel kind of comfortable going like, yeah, I did have that experience. And by the way, I'm not crazy. So let's 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 get into this. Let's see who's online here and what you guys have to share. Hello, caller. Hello. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Kimberly from Georgia. Hey, Kimberly, how are you? So how how have you had any hauntings, anything like that? No, I've only seen orbs, so no harm. Okay, so you do see orbs. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And are you okay with it? Are you okay with seeing the orbs? Because those are spirits, honey. Oh, I mean, that's spiritual activity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. So uh, did you want to just go into a question, or what's on your mind, honey? Yeah, I um, wanted to go into a question. I've been recently thinking about moving either moving to another um home or moving states 
So I just want to it'll, know what that's it'll about. It'll be states. It'll be states. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. as soon as you said moving, I saw you going from point A to point B, like across, almost like across the country or, you know, like states away, not not blocks or neighborhoods or suburbs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I and I think you'll end up I think you'll end up being okay because it kind of feels like the energy where you're at right now is starting to stagnate. And um, I don't know if this makes any sense to you or not. I hope this makes sense. It's not like a, I'm not sure if it's like a, a no-win solution or something, but it just feels like the energy is running dry where you're at. And then when you move, this is going to bring you new beginnings. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Now. Okay. Right, Thank care. you. God bless you. You're welcome. Bye now. All right. Very good. Okay, let's see who we have next Next online. Hello, caller. Hi, who is this? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Donna from California. How are you? I'm great, Donna. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, I have a question. Um, I have a claim going with an auto insurance company, and um, will that come out to be in my favor, do you think? Have they been strongly trying to not work with you on this? No, they are. They're just investigating something because I I said my car was hit, which I think it was, but I didn't see it. It just scraped some paint off of my car. So they're um and I had had a lot of claims before, so they're just investigating and stuff. Okay, no, that's good because to me I wasn't suddenly getting this amazing it's like you know, yes, they're going to jump in and take care of this right away. It really felt something like, um, I don't, whether it's dragging their feet or whatever is, whatever it is, but that really would make sense to um, mm-hmm. them not getting it right away and doing the investigations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And will it come out okay for me? Again, I think it's going to be okay, but I still think they're, you know, I think they might give you a little bit of a hard time here. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's it's probably going to turn out okay for you, but I still think, you know, um, I guess they have to do their job, right? They're the insurance company. They have to do their job, and I think that's what they're going to do, but I don't know if it's going to get settled as fast as you'd like it to. Right. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, it wasn't that much uh, money yet to, in the first place to uh, fix it. I should have just fixed it myself. I think it was like it, it might have been the same as the deductible, you know. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck with that, okay? Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, good luck, Donna. All right, very good. All right. And remember, you guys, if you have some extra extra ideas or, excuse me, stories about um, the ghosts that you've encountered, things like that, you know, let us know. Okay. Hello, caller. How are you and where are you calling from? Hi. Um, my name is Patricia. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great, Patricia. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm calling from Alabama. And um, how are you? I have not ever experienced any hunting. Um, okay. Yeah, have um, you experienced spirits around you? 
I have. Um, I, you I have him too. My, yep. Yes. I experience um, my family um, around me all the time. Um, my my father passed about six years ago, and so he's around all the time, and I'm all the time talking to him. And my grandmother over 40 years ago, and okay. she is always around. Um, and I get chills <laughs> when um, when they are around. Um, I do talk to them. Um, and recently I've just started dreaming um, within the last month or two vivid dreams of, um, God, it's uh, of my life um, and um, everything that I've gone through, um, uh, some experiences. And what they all have in common is a baby. So there's always a baby um, that I'm holding or feeding or running with or doing something with, but that baby is always there. So, um, Wow. That's I kind of exciting because to me that sounds oh. like brand new beginnings are coming your way. Yes, that's what I associated with. You know, it's never without that baby there. Um, so, wow. yes, yes. So a very pleasant experience um, with spirit. Beautiful. Um, yes. Um, my question um, is um, about um, a, a beneficiary or a fiduciary who is over my uncle's estate. Um, I just want to know, do you see um, her being removed? Okay, now now who is this? This is somebody that your uncle put in? Uh, this is someone her, that um, get Veterans there? Affairs. Veterans okay. Affairs um, appointed her um, over his um, estate, property okay. and money. And um, we've had to, the family has had to file a complaint. And um, they, you know, they, they, they pretty much told us, um, Veterans Affairs told us, you know, they were investigating. And when they finished the investigation, they will um, give us a full report. Okay. So you're asking, is she going to be removed? Can I ask what her name is, her first name? Um, can I give you the initial? Yes, you can. Is that B? The, the initial B? Okay. Is, is B. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. It kind of feels like, it kind of feels like um, she may be leaving, and okay. if they put a man in, uh, which they would put a man in in her place, they're still going to keep doing what they're doing as they're doing it, if that makes sense to you. Uh, Has she been kind of cold yeah. and distant and not communicative? Has she? Yes. Been that way? Oh no, no, no. She's she's continuing her inappropriate uh, behavior and um, full fledged involvement in my brother's and his uh, wife now divorcing because of all of her meddling. Uh, and okay. um, so it's just a whole lot. Yeah. Okay. So if they if they do remove her which there's mm-hmm. a likelihood they're going to, 
they would put a man in place here. But I don't know why it feels like they're very, uh, like there's going to be a certain protocol that they have to follow, very dry, very disconnected, very cool. Um, that's what I'm feeling from what they're going through with your uncle's um, possessions or his uh, property or whatever that is. So mm-hmm. I would just, you know, again, if she's been very disruptive in inappropriate ways, I would continue to do that because there's a likelihood that they'll go ahead and remove her. A li- not 100% though, but a likelihood okay. that this is going to be taken care of. And probably, I don't know, maybe within a month or two, if it's not a week or two. Oh. And when they bring in the male, the male you said he, they're going to continue, um, you mean with her, or it's just, um, that's the part I'm trying to understand, they're going to continue the investigation with her, or he's going to come in, uh, I mean, it, he, he's going to be uh, uh, more professional? Um, that's mean, what it would we be, won't... yes. Yes. Oh, great. Yes. That's what we're looking for. Uh, we've, we've, we've never had anything uh, like th- this to happen. Uh, it, it's just been awful uh, for the last couple of years. And so, um, yeah, we just had to give them some things that they could, that was um, a solid. And that's what's mm-hmm. been happening because she became so comfortable, uh, you know, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we're looking for. But, yes, thank you. I'm, oh, God, I was praying about it, but I'm very pleased to know. And um, if it's not in the next 30 days, just long as her time will be up. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm, one of those mm-hmm. feelings. <laughs> I would so definitely keep praying so over much. this, Patricia, though. I would definitely keep I, praying over this, okay? I am. Right, I, I am. Thank you. You many blessings you. to you, and I love you. <laughs> I oh, love you. thank um, you. And you're so welcome. Continue to, to stay safe. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks. God bless you. Bye, Patricia. God bless you. Bye-bye. Yeah, sometimes we just have some of those situations going on, and they're very, very tough, uh, especially when people are intrusive and you're not expecting some of these behaviors to come out. And and they don't look like they're lining up with um, what you need to have happen or what you expect to have happen. Um, so always pray on that stuff. That's your very best, very best way to go about things is uh, pray and ask God and the spirits to come in and help you. Okay, let's see what we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? I'm your minister, Melissa, and uh, it's, I'm so happy to get in. I have a quick question. I believe I I believe um I spoke to you two weeks ago and it came out true. It was about a gentleman. Um, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Is the on the same gentleman moving forward because it really happened two weeks ago. Um, is he moving forward? Okay, so you're asking, will things move forward? Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, I, I was going to be able to be more than friends because I do see the high interest in him, in me. Okay. This is going to sound crazy, okay? Did somebody go to jail? Um, no, we're, 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 we're working near a jail system right now. You're, we're working near it right now. 
Oh, you're working near the jail system because, boy, can I feel can I feel a jail jail around you like crazy? Yes, um, it's, it's near okay. uh, 100 meters. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. And then, uh, so you're wondering. So this is what I'm going to tell you. And, and again, I I can't say for sure, but it kind of feels like there's some sort of constraints or something holding him back. Like there's this desire to move forward. And then there are other outside circumstances that are preventing him from moving forward with you like he'd like to. Does that make sense to you? Yes, because right now we, we cannot do anything like that. We're uh, under uh, strict restrictions, but after we finish the project. Oh, okay, got you, got you. You got, okay. you got it, man. Look at you. Oh, thank you, thank you. He's, um, you guys will have a lot more freedoms to explore than once you're done with that, Okay. And that's where I'd start looking at that. And then it, it almost still feels like, um, gosh, the other part is I want him to check out his health because I feel like there could be some health complications or some concerns for him, honey. And he should watch that. You should tell him I said that, okay? Mm-hmm. All, right. Um, all right. Good luck, good luck. Let me know what happens. I appreciate all the feedback. I love it when you guys are able to give me some feedback and stuff. Okay. You know, again, if you guys have the the uh, stories of the hauntings and the ghosts and things like that, here, you know, here's one thing I want to remind you too. When you have spirits come to visit you, is it really a ghost? You know, we were talking with, I believe it was Patricia a little bit ago, and she hasn't had the ghostly experiences, and yet she's had spirits come to visit with her, family, you know, dead people. So we wouldn't call them ghosts, right? We'd call them dead family members, things like that. And what's the difference between the two? So sometimes when you have somebody that's haunting a location coming in and they're appearing all the time, but they're not coming as family members or angels or spirit guides, you know, they're they're more in a state of entrapment or they're stuck on the other side because they've got some unfinished business. And there are so many, so many different things that people – instead of ascending into the heavenly realms upon death, uh, which I don't know that everyone leaves immediately, by the way, just saying, um, you know, what what you're really hoping for is that when people cross over and they cross into the other side, that they are, you know, complete or complete for the most part. They're going to go to the heavenly realms, do what they do up in heaven, and then they come back and visit you. Okay, those are spirit visitations. Now, if somebody is stuck and they're trapped, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes when people commit suicide. Um, sometimes they, people are stuck to their job, their money. You know, there was jealousy with a love affair or something, and people died. There's so many things that will have a, a spirit be trapped down here. And, again, you want to help them get into the light, and there are things that you can learn how to do, like um, spirit releasement work, stuff like that, soul rescue um, all sorts of things you can do. And, yes, you guys can do it, not just people that are trained. You can learn how to do it, learning how to cross people over, spirits over. So, again, the people that are stuck, they're more lost. I would consider them more ghosts or they appear as apparitions. But you can also see your dead relatives. So even not our dead relatives, they're not consider, considered ghosts. You know, they're coming to give you a message, check in on you, things like that. 
So you really want to start learning the differences about how the spirit realm works and uh, who's there, why they're there, all the rest of that. Very, very, very fun topics. But boy, I'm telling you, there's a lot of a lot of very famous haunted locations. Those are ghosts. That's that's always not a fun <laughs> fun experience to have. Anyway, so let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Oh, hi, Jorian. Thank you. My name is Wendy from California. Hey, Wendy. Welcome back to the show. You always cheer me up. You're so good at what you do. And oh, thank um, you. I, I have talked to you about a major department store. They have a Thanksgiving Day parade, and I okay. purchased some china. Okay. They refunded most of it, but one of, except for one hundred and fifty-two dollars. And oh my I goodness! In the, yeah, I put things in the hand of a major bank hint in America. There, you know the bank. <laughs> and I, tr- I trust, I believe this bank is going to get back my 152. But mm-hmm. I also want my online shopping to be reinstated. Will that ever be reinstated and when? So I think they're going to get back your money also. And, uh, Wendy, I really think you're going to really have to fight this because they did not revoke all of your online shopping privileges, did they? I mean, I don't know how they possibly could. There are so well, many uh, welcome, programs out there. I'm welcome in the I'm welcome in the store, but I I don't I pandemic I'm not going in the store, so uh, they did say I'm welcome in the, in the store to go in, but um, the the computer doesn't like it if you place a large order and you start returning parts of it, so it flagged my account. Oh, um, got it, got so it. Okay. Not, that's not that I've done any. I also returned a nightgown out of that order. It was a seven hundred and fifty dollar order. So the mm-hmm. computer flagged me because yeah. I, re- I was returning the bulk of the order. And yeah. so that's what happened. Supervisor Andrea reinstated me immediately for my online yeah. shopping. She was supposed to call me back, but she didn't. So I'm not worried about the money because this major bank in America is going to take care of me. I trust them. Um, yeah. But I, I want my online shopping reinstated. Well, Will that ever happen, and will it happen in two weeks, in a month, or what do you see? Uh, Time-wise, I'm not sure, but, yes, it feels like it will be reinstated, and you're probably going to have to talk to a man over at the company. That's what it feels like to me. I see a man standing here. Should I call the I would, instantly. Instantly. Okay, so if I call the And I would complain... I would complain and make sure you have your paper trail, honey. Don't don't go without facts because then you're just wasting your time and you're kind of wasting theirs too. But what you can do is you can call them, lodge a complaint, and make sure you have all of your paperwork, what days you spoke to people, what happened, that sort of thing. And I believe they will oh, reinstate it again, but they've got to, they have to get it resolved. They have to get it resolved first before they're going to reinstate it, Wendy. So... Give me a call back. I hope this doesn't take up to two months. It could take around that amount of time. Um, and for some reason, it feels like, I don't know if your products got lost, but that's but that's part of what's going on here. So good luck, good luck. And, of course, let us know what's happening. All right, we have several other people we have to get to tonight. So uh, remember, callers, please make sure um, you ask one question. Be very clear. 
Um, again, this is a live call-in show. It's area code 347-633-9404. Um, that's the number to call into the show. And this is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic, by the way, for any of our new listeners. Um, if you're looking at a more in-depth reading, you can call me at 219-940-9292. Again, that number is 219-940-9292. You can check me out at coffeepsychic.com. I also have my Mother's Day special, which is going to be good for the entire month of May, and that is get your reading on sale and get your mother's or a friend's at uh, almost half price. So give me a call if you're interested. Okay, let's see who we have next online here. Hello, Colin. Hi. And where are you calling from? This is Jessica from New Jersey. Hey, Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I am getting sued by one of my credit cards um, because I haven't paid for a couple years. Okay. (laughs) And I called them to try to work out a deal for a lump sum settlement, and they were giving me a bit of a hard time. And um, the other option I have that people go down is, like, they start filing a response to the lawsuit and kind of, like, drag it out with paperwork. Mm -hmm. Um, I really just don't feel like dealing with any of this at all. I'm just wondering if you see anything that – on how I could get it dismissed or what's, like, the easiest path here of, like, what do you see happening? Oh, now this is this is a credit card that you said um, that you that you didn't you weren't able to pay it, and now right. as the legal system does it does happen this way that they will come after you if you can't pay it, and <clears throat> so you're looking are you looking for an easy resolution because they did not want to um, settle with you. They're willing to settle, but it's high. It's very high. Um, what what we what they offered me. I was kind of going back and forth with them, and okay. um, there's different things you can do to get out of it, like possibly um, like little tactics. But I can't figure out one that would work for me. The only thing that I could figure out is that I reply to the lawsuit and just kind of drag it out, and then maybe they'll be more open to um, doing a better negotiation. Um, and somebody had mentioned, like, I could also possibly, after I drag this out, like, maybe file for bankruptcy. But I don't think I want to go that route. Plus, I have money coming in. So, I like, things are flowing, you know? I don't want to mess with that. Right, right, right. I just want to be done well, with it. I don't is, want to deal with it. It's stressing me out. So the, so the thing that's really going on here, Jessica, is when you have this uh, these outstanding debts, <clears throat> They're just trying to get you to balance that, pay it, so you can move forward. So I think it's you deciding how do you want to do that. And if a bankruptcy happens to be one of the choices you're looking at, I know that's what some people do when they're over their heads. Um, so I think also getting your credit back back in line would be the same thing. Did you find that you had a spending addiction or something like that, honey, that you needed to work with? or? No, I just didn't have money to pay for it. Um, I got you. Okay. But I okay. can't, I can't, so really, I can't file for bankruptcy right now because I just had a, like a large sum of money come in. Right I would like to settle it with them. I just wanted something fair, you know, and they haven't so offered think- that to me yet. I know all the interest rates are really once once somebody falls behind and the interest interest rates start racking up, 
it's really a very difficult situation to work with. Uh, sometimes they will put a stop on the interest rates so people can really grab hold of things. I, you know, it seems like your very best bet, quite honestly, is to get a hold of a bankruptcy lawyer and ta- at least get the facts. Talk with somebody. So this way, even if you are on a payment plan, that might be something that they can work out, although I'm not sure because I, I don't know if they work out payment plans with um, with the bankruptcy. But that would be something I would look at because, again, whatever way you can get this corrected and then how you can move into rebuilding your credit, that's going to be really, really important for you. And I And I completely hear what you're saying. So I would go to a lawyer, Jessica. That's what it feels like you need to do. Go to a lawyer or somebody and some sort of financial uh, uh, institution that can help you work on this. Because I know there are ways of moving around and getting this completed for you, for yourself. Good luck, honey. Good luck, good luck. Okay, let's see who we have next online. And gosh, I I don't know any one of us that hasn't had some uh, financial uh, situations that have gone on for sure. I know I've had uh, stuff that I had to uh, learn about when I was growing up also around finances. All right, hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi, who is this? Hi, this is Wilson um, calling from Ohio. And say your first name again, ma'am. Phil, um, Philson. Like Philip, Philson. Okay. All right. And then um, what questions do you have? Um, I just I wanted to share that I've been seeing like like lights recently. Um, nice. Yeah, and I think I did see like somewhat of a of a shadow in the kitchen. I'm not sure if I was just hallucinating, but yeah, I wanted to share that, and I, I wanted to ask, um, what do you see coming up for me in love? In your love life. Yeah. It feels like there's still somebody that loves you from the past. And <clears throat> has anyone been contacting you from the past? Because I see a man standing by you, and I know he knows you already. Oh, from the past or the present? Because I think there's someone I work with. Um, I think he, he said he loves me, but I'm not sure if that's the one. I'm standing there. It feels like he knows you, very interested in you. And it feels like he's a little on the quieter side. It's like he's medium build, dark hair, very nice man. I don't know if he casually drinks a little. It kind of feels like he might casually drink a little. But he feels like a nice and very nice fellow. And that's that's the gentleman that I'm seeing around you right now. And it also looks like you should be, you kind of should be in a relationship at least somewhere around September. That's what that looks like. So uh, you'd probably be in the relationship before that, but, you know, at least be gradually, um, how can I say it, moving toward this relationship and being in one by September. That's what it feels like. So, you know, please feel comfortable. Give me a call back and uh, let me know if that works out. Hello, right. Jory Ann. Oh, who is How this? How are you? 
It's Kay from <laughs> Chicago. Hey, Kay, how, how are, are you? you? Good. I'm just doing. I just I'm just calling to just check in with you. Um, yes. Thank you for everything. Um, My pleasure. Where do you see this project going? You know, the project. Um, Yes, the current project I'm working on, because you know, as you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur. But the current yes. one I'm working on with the collection, yeah, because <laughs> I, you know, I I put it on a, I put on a commercial. It's running in Roku, of course, in my nice. publications. So I just need nice, to know nice. where is it going to go. Have you been working with any? Um, stores or anything, Kay? Anybody that's looking at um, taking some of your products into their stores? No, it wouldn't work. The, it, the way the it's it, it's the website, but the app site the website is working off an app. So okay. That's not it's not structured that way. So got it. Everything okay. has to be basically online. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So, um, so it's running off of an app. Yeah. To, to me, I still get the sense of you moving forward. And it also feels like there might be more for you to do. When I'm scanning this, it feel okay, it just feels like there's more for you to do. And um kind of like say more like do like, get more creative in the advertising? I would. Okay, I would. because when I look at my, my, I guess my competitors, uh-huh. they don't use, they use their, they, they use very creative names. I mean, the best way to advertise would have been Facebook, but Facebook won't, won't take my ad. But okay. when I see my competitors, they're doing the exact same thing I'm doing, but they're not, they're just so sneaky with it. I don't think Facebook knows what's going on. I'm just too honest. Well, some, well, sometimes you can also, you know, again, what you said, be a little more on the creative side. You can well, do yeah, that. Like I said, I do have an ad, an actual ad running on a local Roku channel, but and and they're running it a lot. You know? Good. But, but, what, what, good, good. but yeah. what if your, what's your advice? Well, like you said, I think the I think the advertising is good. You know, I still think you're going to be expanding out differently through your advertising. That's what I really think you're going to be doing, honestly. And I can't okay. say that I know where to or how to. It just feels like expanding. <clears throat> and, Kay, the other thing I would say to you is you know the prayer of Jabez, J-A-B-E-Z. Mm-hmm, yeah. I would ask God to expand. Ex- Expand your territory. Okay. And then let other things come your way. You mean just stay focused on this project and move on to the next project? Well, you're going to want this project to expand, but I think you're going to expand in other ways too. I don't think this is just it for you. No, but I just wanted to see what, because I try to work quarterly. You know, uh-huh. that's how you know if you're making a, uh, um, you're making profit. a profit, or is it worth it to do more? And so that's where yeah. I'm at with this. Because as you know, 
you know that I have the quarterly <laughs> newsletter. So that's one way yes. of doing it. And then I've got yes. the, the the T yeah. So the, so so when you say so just try other advertising methods or what are you saying? Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Mhm. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you, you very much. It just feels like you have to expand more, Kay. I have to spend more. Ex- expand more. Expand more. Oh, okay. All right. Grow. I will do that. Okay. Thank you very much, Joanne. <laughs> ask, have please a good ask day. Spirit, spirit to keep guiding you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Take care. All right, honey. Thanks. All right. Bye, Kay. Good luck. You know, sometimes, like when Kay just asked a question right now, so if I saw restriction and constriction, I'd see things moving in and closing off. But for Kay, for her business, I just got to start seeing things expanding. And for you guys also, if you're looking at expanding your businesses, if you're looking on looking at doing more, the wonderful prayer of Jabez, it's in the Bible, um, they actually have little booklets of the Prayer of Jabez that you can buy online. And there's also uh, separate books uh, for the Prayer of Jabez for women. So get that get that, and start praying that prayer. And I, I know that these saints and angels will come and help you. I've had a lot of feedback from that. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, it's Lisa, and I'm calling from Arizona. Lisa, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Fine, thank you. <laughs> What's I'm on your mind? Do you see Aaron calling you soon? Aaron calling you? Yeah. Uh, I've got to tell you, it feels like yes. Um, but I'm not so sure that this is going to be for a long-term situation. Okay. Did you okay. was this somebody you were dating and you guys had a breakup? Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't, I, I was confused about the whole thing, so I'm not okay. even sure if we're a match. Okay, because but, well, it feels like you're probably going to hear from this person again, but it, it feels more like a. Uh, like this person wants to step off and go in a different direction is what it feels like. Okay. Okay. And besides, there's somebody else in front of you, very nice person, very good person, not too far from you at all, Uh, real sweetheart, uh, very soft, soft, tender-hearted person, And, um, and that person, I don't, I almost want to say, geographically closer so there's a relationship that you're supposed to be very deeply involved in uh, that's going to make you very very happy now I personally am hearing March so uh, if that wasn't somebody that you met in March already then I think this is going to be a person that you'll probably meet or be with before March I would probably have to say of next year but, wow, the energy feels so great, Lisa, for this new person that's coming into your life. Really wonderful. And the only thing is timing is everything. That's, you know, uh, we're always hoping that it's going to happen in our time, but then there's always God's time. So 
uh, just keep visualizing that this love relationship be, will be coming into your life. And um, I just see you're very, very happy. And I don't think that other person's coming back, though. Not not as a long-term situation at all. Good luck with that. Good luck. Good luck. All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, so is Maria from New Jersey. Hey, Maria. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Do you have a lot of dead people with you there, ma'am? <laughs> a, few. a few. I think you, I actually think you do. So, do you see dead people around you? Um, Honestly, sometimes, sometimes depends. It's been a while. Okay, okay. Well, I do see dead people with you, and I th- and I think that's more of um, I think you're very intuitive. And um, did your dad pass away, honey? Uh, no, he's still here. It's my mom. Okay. About six okay. months ago. Oh, very, very sorry. Well, I think she's. I think she stands there. I think she watches over you. I think sometimes she's quiet. And um, and then also, um, I, I get a sense of, to me, it would be her, of course, wanting you to help your dad. Okay. Oh, to help my dad. So what question? Yeah, help, like help him out, that sort of thing. What's your question? Oh, whatever you get, because I've been getting a lot of messages and I'm trying to figure them out. Like uh, one message saying I'm in love with you, and then I get red robins, and I don't know if it's supposed to be a relationship or a new job coming in. I'm not sure which one is which. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> so as far as your job goes, um, can you stay put where you're at for a while? Yes. Okay. That feels like, unless invited to leave, uh, which I'm not sure that that's going to happen, it feels like you're supposed to be staying where you're at. And I think you will be having... Um, almost like this hide-and-go-seek kind of thing around relationships, like uh, somebody that's here and then they're gone. And I have to ask you, have you had a relationship with somebody that really cannot make a full commitment but that keeps coming back? Yes. Okay. So I want to say to you, this person is really, really, really afraid of making a commitment. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And also there's a sense of um, independence and wanting to maintain the freedom. Um, But, you know, and and if you're okay with the friendship the way it is and you're not feeling like you have to rush anything, um, that's okay. But But you really have to take a look at that and see is that something that supports you? Like is that what you want? Or is that what you need to let go of so you can go ahead and find a relationship that you can seriously be involved in with somebody that wants to be with you as much as you want to be with them? That would be the thing to look at. So good luck. Good luck, Maria. Okay, let's see who we have next online. Okay, caller, who is this and where are you calling from? Hello? Hello. Hi, who is this? Uh, Elizabeth from Chicago. Hey, Elizabeth, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? 
Yeah, well, you know, you're talking about ghosts, and um, yeah. <laughs> I actually met you in the 90s because you came to my office, and this is how I became a Jorianne fan. Uh, you, I was doing a, a magazine article for um, – you, you came with a guy who did ghost bus tours, ghost bus yes. tours. And, yes. uh, and you Howard kinda, <laughs> Yeah, so I thought, well, that would be a fun article. So I didn't know you were coming, and then you came. And, um, oh, you, you scared my intern, which was hilarious. You told him to stop smoking because it will break his aura and evil will come to him. And he, did, he didn't smoke after that. It was funny. <laughs> anyway, so. That's great. Uh, but, but the good news was, uh, so you walked through and you were telling us all the spirits that were in the, um, the townhouse there. And, um, and you said, there's a woman here and she's definitely connected to your partner. And you completely described his mother. And what was funny about his mother she used to answer our phones we, when we did call forwarding back in the 90s. And um, after she died, um, she did several things. One was that she, um, my intern said, I called really early in the morning and an old lady answered the phone. And she said, no, I'm sorry, nobody's, they're not here yet. And my partner and I looked at each other and thought, oh, my God, she's answering the phones now. She'd been dead for quite a while. And wow. She, she, she told our intern we weren't in yet. But she also, another kid was uh, worked for us and was stealing from us. And um, the alarm system went off when she was in there by herself one day. The TV yeah. went on. It, it wow. scared her. And then another time um, we were in New York or something, and one of the employees came in to just water the plants. And she said... Um, she walked out to her car because she turned off all the lights. She looked and the hall light went on. I guess, the, you know, his mother wanted the light on in there. <laughs> so it freaked everybody out. Um, but, no, I did. I saw her one night. Um, I was in the dark, and I was at somebody else's house, and it was we were watching a movie or something, and it was. I looked over, and I saw her standing there in the dress we buried her in, and I realized oh. it was the actual a year to the day that we buried her. So she oh was definitely gosh. and you completely called it as to who she was and and oh. you know she said definitely connected to him and um yeah, she was around. And then one time she um her sister died uh several years later and I was talking to my husband and I it was Christmas time and we had greenery on the fireplace and I had um ornaments embedded in the greenery, embedded in there. And um I said, Do you think I should go to uh to her, um, you know, uh, her sister's funeral, and the thing rose up, the, the ornament rose up in the air, and hit, and, and even my husband said, oh, my God. So she threw an ornament at me, so I did go to the funeral. Um, but, no, uh, there's definitely, if a spirit is uh, definitely there. She was always um, a very intelligent person, and she was a lot of fun, and she loved her yeah. son. And so, you know, it was never a, a negative thing, but she was definitely there. No. Um, but, you know, here you can tell the difference, Elizabeth. So she so she had fully ascended, so she was coming back visiting. She was, you know, playing with you guys, hanging out, stuff like that. She was not trapped here on the earth plane. She was free to come and go. And you, and you could tell that with her. If she was haunting the place, you know, it would be different. But to me... 
she was coming down and watching over the place for you guys. Yeah, but what was funny, you actually described exactly what she looked like. You said she's a very short woman and she's wearing a pantsuit, and I thought, oh, my God, this is her. It was very funny. Dark hair. I'm like, and, then I, and then I started looking at you differently. I was like, how does she know this? Thank you. But it's funny. But no, I've had uh, I had a second spirit. There was a um, there was a guy who owns a restaurant in Chicago, and he promised me to do a fundraiser for my nonprofit. And I had a picture of his deceased daughter. <laughs> that um, I don't know. I guess we were going to donate money to her. Something was going on. Anyway, I had her picture, and I was in the back room of my house, and I was looking at the picture, and I said because they decided not to do my fundraiser after I'd already advertised it, but they'd fired yeah. the woman who. So I was kind of complaining to the picture, and then oh, yeah. was a sewing, there was a sewing kit up on top of a, you know, a record player that I had there, and uh-huh. all of a sudden a, piece, a, a, a spool of thread came out of the thing and hit me. And then, wow. a couple, <laughs> then a couple of minutes later, I got a call from her father, and he wanted to give me a very large check. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So I do oh my gosh, that's just amazing! No, I and I don't know why they always like to throw things at me, but I <laughs> it I seems to be the best. Um, so that's I don't fantastic. know. Yeah, it was. You know, you're open, Elizabeth. You're open to this stuff. You're spiritual. You're very intuitive. And uh, for some people, this might be something that really scares people. Um, I've got. Oh my God, I've had so many great experiences. I want to sh- I want to share this experience uh, right now with you, Elizabeth, and our other listeners. Just again, the spirit world and our spirits—it takes so much power for them to really uh, build up. From my knowledge, build up enough energy to throw that spool at you, to take a, a, a Christmas ornament and toss it at you, and stuff to get your attention, right? To get your attention. And <clears throat> I was talking about this one experience recently. In Chicago, and as you know, you know, like you know, I'll come out and I'll do exorcisms, I'll do house clearings, things like psychic parties, also, guys. But um, so to come out and do the clearings, and I had this one uh, Hispanic family come over and ask me, please come to the house. Our son is getting choked in his bedroom, and it's like, oh yeah, for real. And it's like, okay. And so I have to be real quiet when I come to your house and I'm going to do an investigation. I've got to be quiet because I've got to be able to hear these dead people and, you know, talking to me what they're saying. And one of the first things that happened, and this is a Hispanic family on the south side of Chicago, I said, wow, there's this young man who's got blonde hair. And I said, and I said it looks like he comes into your bedroom. She goes, yes, yes, I feel him hanging over my bed. I said, well, he's not here to hurt you guys. He's telling me something about your medication. And he's saying, be careful, be careful. So this is what he's telling me. And what I'm saying is, do you guys have something going on with the medication? And she goes, not me. I'm not on medication. And suddenly the husband, oh, because the dead guy said, "You, you might end up killing yourself. And so the husband looks up and he goes, oh. And I'm like, what is it? He goes, I just got some new medication. And he goes, honestly, I haven't known how much to take, so I just keep taking it. Oh, no. Like he's not <laughs> taking it in the right amount. I said, you better get to the pharmacist and ask them exactly what you're supposed to be taking. So that was the first dead guy. 
Then the hmm. other dead guy that I saw in this young man's bedroom, and this is like a, I think it was about 18 or 19 years old. And um, you know how, th- you know, you guys have to know things happen in this world. And um, I started getting images and pictures. Now she's thinking this is a horrible, hor- horrible spirit attacking her son. What it was was I saw her driving in Mexico when she was a young woman, and she had been pregnant, and she miscarried her baby. Wow. So the spirit that miscarried, now I kept asking her, do you remember this? And she goes, no. I said, you don't remember driving down this one road, and suddenly you are starting to hemorrhage? And she goes, oh, my God, I remember. And she had forgotten that she was pregnant at that time. So what happened was the spirit that left her body, that left this this baby's body that was hoping to get born, was waiting in line to jump into the next body when she got pregnant. And what happened was the spirit of her living son jumped in ahead of him. So the spirit that was the miscarriage was so angry with this kid that he started a attacking this who is now his brother, right? Because he was mad that you took the body that he wanted. Now, isn't that a cool story? (laughs) That is crazy. That's wild. It's crazy. A little scary, too. But after I had gotten him back into the light, and, of course, you've got to talk to these spirits, tell them, you know, find out why they're so upset. So I found out what he was upset about. Get them into the light. And now he can go through the reincarnation cycle and get reborn. So he could actually become like a grandson to this woman, that sort of thing. Very interesting stories out there, you guys, very interesting. Elizabeth, thank you so much for sharing that. That was that was really great to hear all of the stuff that you recalled. And yeah, I just you wanted had, to uh, think it was ghost story night, so I had to throw that. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, well, did you have a question or anything, Elizabeth? Or? Um. Not, not really. I just moved into a new place. My husband passed away recently, and um, I kind of wondered how long I might be here. I I hope I'll be here a while, but I, I don't really know. I, I'm having a hard time getting my stuff, you know, organized here. But um, do you have any I feeling we'll about how long? Time. Oh, good. I, I think you're going to be there. I think you're going to be there until you decide to leave, and I see Arizona being important to you. And I don't know if, if Arizona has caught your caught your eye or not, but I feel Arizona around you. I feel Florida around you, and uh, and I think things yeah, are heading in a very good dad, direction for you. My dad lived in Arizona, and my mother lived in Florida. So perhaps wow. they're still wow. uh, Yeah, they both are past. So um, and then the the guy whose mother was uh, throwing things at me. His funeral is at the end of the month, but I, I don't think I can go, so I hope he's not going to survive yet. I hope she's not coming back. To get a, uh, <laughs> I, think I think there'll be peace among that, but I think your husband positively is there watching over you too, so that's wonderful. Okay. All right. Well, thank you All very right. much. Have a good evening. Thanks. Okay. You Bye-bye. Too. So, wow, 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 you guys. How great is that? So, again, you know, the big thing is try to remember to talk to your dead spirits, talk to the spirits, find out who they are, why are they there, what's going on, and um, 
and just keep sending out as much love as you can and try to quiet your mind so you can hear what they are saying to you. Because sometimes they've got wonderful messages. Oh, my God, they might give you the lottery numbers. So be patient and always uh, ask for help and always ask for blessings. Ask for blessings uh, for yourself, for your family, for your friends, um, and then and then just open your mind and listen. What a wonderful show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining, and thank you for everyone that called in. I want to say God bless you. I love you, and I hope you will join us, join us next week here right at your psychic connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic. Good night.